It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Well, we're going to close out 2022 tomorrow. What a year it was in golf. We got some stories, some new stars, longtime greats stealing the media show. Oh, boy. And don't forget, Liv. Get the hot button ready there, Wade. (laughs) And starting with the peppers, make it extra special. Load it up and fire. Come on. Tomorrow night, we reach midnight and we start all over again. That's it. Hit the reset button. Hit the reset button. And, uh, you know, actually, 2022 for me has been very entertaining. I can't complain. You know, I mean, how about you? Uh, give me give me one word to describe your 2022. I like what you said, entertaining. Yeah, it's been engaging. I mean, some of these stories just write themselves that we've been able to um, transfer, you know... Uh, tell here on the uh, pro yeah, show there's been of plenty, plenty of uh, fodder that's for sure oh my goodness oh my no goodness. complaints here i tell you it's um speaking of fodder how was your christmas it was nice yeah I can't complain yeah did you get everything you wanted and then some uh sure i don't, I don't really ask for anything for christmas so I, I, anything i get is a bonus peace and quiet yeah pretty well you know I, if i want if i see something i just go get it like look we're lucky enough we're not rich by any stretch of the imagination but if i want you know I like those speakers. I go get the speakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, They're nothing crazy. I'm just talking. You know, a few hundred bucks. I can I can swing that. Yeah. So uh, I don't wait for the holidays. So it's the kids' time. Well, I tell you, no one's waited for the holidays this year. I mean, it was like Black Friday in like before Halloween. Oh. So I mean, <laughs> Amazon boxes. Oh, unbelievable. Build a fort. Uh, yeah. Kidding. No kidding. I'm trying to build a fort. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So we got to get into this today because we got lots to cover. It's the end of the year show. The right. pro show wrapping up 2022. It was a great year. I mean, this is oh. close to New Year's Eve as we're going to get. So. Oh, man. I mean, it's like every other Friday. Keep it on the DL. The people only knew what happens here. <laughs> Sometimes that's why the rails, we go off the rails. Anyway, um, any New Year's Eve plans? Um, just my home. Okay. My, my couch and my uh, some cl- cousins coming over. We're yeah. like, we get silly. I'm with you. We get silly with each other. Yeah, I'm 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 absolutely with you there. You know, some people call it amateur night. I just it, it, right. Yeah. I mean, it could be any night. You know, like like you just meant. You know, kind of your sentiment there with the holidays. It doesn't have to be a big build up and everything. If you're gonna have a good night, have a good night. Not at all. It doesn't need to be that particular night. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen on any of the books lately though. What the over under on is whether or not Dick Clark's gonna show up. You know, I'm gonna say under. I don't- <laughs> Is there betting for this? There's betting for I everything. I want a piece of that. Oh, man. Yep. I want a piece of that. You know, how amazing would that be? Just our entire belief systems, everything just gets knocked on its butt. He pops up right next to Ryan Seacrest on TV. Oh, I mean, maybe a story comes out that Ryan Seacrest was Dick Clark's son. I meant to hit this one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? He's hey. his, his son. There's a lot going on these days. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. You we'll talk know. to Dick after the break. Yeah. <laughs> what if they just left you with that? <laughs> That's it. At the end. If they just kept building like a Fox reality TV show, if they just kept building it up. That's right. Later on, we're going to talk to Dick. We oh, are. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm staying right here. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, how long ago did he pass away? <clears throat> oh, that's a good question. 
I don't know. Uh, hey, Siri. Just being real. Hey, Siri. All right. Why are you doing that? When did Dick Clark pass away? Dick Clark died April 18th, 2012 at age 82. There you go. That's Oof, it's been a while. All it's right. been a while. Ten years. Yeah, Oh, ten years. Perfect time to come back. Holy moly. How do we get off on this one? I don't know. What about Carson Daly? All right, let's get nothing. Let's stop. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. All right, next week, we come back to golf. Yeah. All right? Just like the typical T- PGA Tour, we don't wait very long. You know, it was like two weeks ago, it was Tiger and Charlie, full force, you know, just a, just a wave of media coverage over a 14-year-old son of Tiger playing golf, et cetera. And then next week, we go back to the Century Tournament of Champions, uh, 34 straight weeks, 234 days of golf, four mm-hmm. majors, uh, partridge in a pear tree. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be so good. But before we get to all that, we got to go over maybe some stories from this year. Okay. You know, just a couple. Of, a little recap? Yeah, we're going to we gotta do a little recap. Um, you and I love our recaps. We right? do. We like to sum things up. So we're going we're gonna to do this ourselves today, just you and I. Um, we're going to throw out a big birthday wish because today is a, a very important birthday in the golf world. Um, but prior to that, um, we're going to go through – a couple different stories from this year, and then we'll close up at the end. Uh, just so you know, I got to lay this out because you are the producer, and, right. and we really don't have pre-planning meetings. So um, <laughs> this, is it. this is the pre-planning meeting. If you couldn't tell by the fact that we're talking about Dick Clark, who died ten years ago, um, so we're going to go through uh, a couple different segments here on some stories of the year, and then uh, we're going to do the weekly update to close it out for like 2022. That. Yeah, it's a plan. Oh man, is it ever? Do we ever have a plan? Um, so I alluded to this just a second ago. I got to jump into it first. We got to go with the birthday. Today, Tiger Woods. Oh. 47 years old. Yep. 12-30-1975 was his birthday, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, 15 majors, 82 wins, and 369 starts. Think about that. You know, $121 million in earnings. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Phil obviously tripled that last year from the Saudis, but, Still. I mean, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know, when you start thinking, yeah, I'm a— Always been and uh, self-confessed a huge Tiger homer. But at the end of the day, I mean, the guy's pretty unbelievable. Think about this. He's got 82 PGA Tour wins, 41 European Tour wins. He's, you know, on the European Tour, he's never lost a playoff. He's 10-0 and in playoffs. Wow. Playoffs, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, Japanese Tour, he's got three wins there. The Asian Tour, two wins there. The Australian Tour, three wins there. And then he's got 17 miscellaneous. I was going through Wikipedia yesterday trying to, like, put some of this together yeah he's got 17 miscellaneous wins so that's like your hero world challenges and things like that right the guy's got 148 wins man he's 47 years old yeah he won I, he I won't do that math but he that's won a lot. five tourneys on the pga tour in 10 different seasons wow that's 50 <laughs> wins right there how about this one I, I love this one right he defended his title so he won in back-to-back years right 24 times Wow. Okay. That's... So those those twenty four wins alone would make him twenty fifth on the all time win list, <laughs> and those are all those are all ones that he defended. That is crazy. Unbelievable, right? Number one in the world. Oh, you'll love this one, right? Number one in the world total for six hundred and seventy nine weeks. Second place on that list. Now, granted, the official world golf rankings only started in the late eighties, right? right? So we don't have the full like we don't have Jack Nicholas how many weeks he would have been or Tom Watson sure. or something like that, but. Within reason, 679 weeks total, all right, under a couple different stints, right? Next closest guy is Greg Norman at 331 weeks. Mm. So, yeah, I know. I mean, 
insert joke there, <laughs> right? Um, but, you know, you're a big music guy. And we all grew, you and I grew up during this time, right? Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. Right? Remember how long it was on the Billboard chart? It was like on there forever and ever and yes. ever. And, and the fans yeah, kept like it on there, right? Way longer than it should Not should have been. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean that. I meant like, you know, decades after it came out. Yeah, right? <laughs> 741 weeks. So Tiger's like within 60 weeks of Dark Side of the Moon. That's crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's wow. unbelievable. Talk dirty to me. You know, it gets you thinking. I tell you, it does get you thinking. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's 47 years old. And five knee surgeries, like uh, umpteen back surgeries, the car accident and everything else. So anything we get out of this guy going forward, it, it's just amazing to me if you weren't watching golf during the time that he was at the pinnacle of his power. I mean, you right. just you just missed out, man. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It it really it really blows my mind um, going back and thinking about some of these things. And I know like. Our good friend Justin Ray, he'll be all over Twitter today with some great stuff, and and a lot of the different media outlets will will come up with their great Tiger stuff. But you know, um, well, how about this, right? Let's okay. let's put it into perspective. Do it. The Century Tournament of Champions, which starts next week, which has forty of the best players, the guys that won last year, some Pip guys, whatever. Right? The field is has built out. Right? Just a year ago, the purse was eight point two million. Okay. Okay. What would the purse of that been back in 2000? Maybe a million dollars, right? Right. So that's that's a pretty that's good growth in the game. Um, this year, the purse for that is 15 million. That's more. It's, it's almost double. Yeah, it's more. Thank you. Yes, it's almost doubled. And we know a lot of that has to do maybe with number two on the uh, number one list there, uh, Greg Norman. But at the end of the day, the last 20 something years that we've been able to enjoy from Tiger Woods has been pretty unbelievable. Absolutely. Pretty unbelievable. So happy birthday to you, Tay. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, man. No doubt, Clark, for sure. Uh, Eldrick Tiger Woods, for sure. Happy birthday. Mm -mm -mm. And um, I don't know, man. There's a, there's a million Tiger stories that I could tell that, are, that I've already told in the last five years on this show. And it. Uh, well, um, we no, don't get sick of them. You, you are the only person I know that, that's hung with Tiger Woods. So it, it's. It's just one of those things, man. I tell you, at the time, it, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's at the time it was happening. It's so difficult to try to put things into perspective. And then you look back now, and he's forty-seven, and um, he's just a couple years younger than me. And and you know, we kind of grew up together. And you know, I spent those five years there with him. We were all the same age in our twenties and everything. And the guy was just winning everything. It was just, it was really one of the coolest it's things. You're very, you're blessed to play golf with him and uh, um, see him practice and do the things that he did. Um, so Man, why, why you know, don't you just do what he did and then you'd be as good, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. It's um, probably not going to happen. Okay. But um, you know what? I, I tell you, it in and of itself, Tiger's birthday is no better day to kind of recap the whole year because it was one of those things we started out last year and we didn't know if Tiger would even play. Right. Right. You know, he was coming off the car wreck and, and uh, all the issues and everything. And, you know, we still had this unknown, you know, and he kept saying, well, maybe I'll show up at the open championship, which was an epic story. Um, but there were a lot of epic stories last year. And one that comes to mind, the first one, if we're going to kind of count these down in importance in my mind, right. Everybody loves a good list. You know, sure. you go to a hotel. Nobody ever takes the times. They always take USA Today. People love bullet points, <laughs> right? The list always gets a good conversation going. So you and I can have a good conversation over this. The first thing that comes to mind for me is two at the top have major have a major fall. And we're talking about the LPGA. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about Jin Young Ko and Nelly Korda. And 
they had both had major health issues this year. And after the year that they had in 2021, so Jin Young Ko, she has in in 2021, the second half of her season, she had five wins. The second half of this year, she had three missed cuts and a withdrawal. Jeez. Right? Okay. Yeah. She was the player of the year, yada, yada, yada. Number one player in the world, without a doubt. She comes into 2022, her first start, she wins again. Boom. Right? Then after that, wrist injury, gone. Same thing, Nelly Corda. Three wins last year, her first major, a gold medal, 2021. She comes back this year, a couple starts, blood clot in her arm. Three months, gone, right? So we that's, had this- that's scarier. We had this massive, massive wave of momentum coming for the LPGA to start in 2022. And we thought that these two women were going to battle it out all year. And as it turns out, they didn't, you know, which yeah. I think was a pretty big story in and of itself. But then- as the LPGA carried on, and then they still had these other tremendous stories like Minji Lee and Athiathetical, and you know, it, it just it was it was pretty unbelievable in my mind how the LPGA kind of from the top these two massive stars kind of fall to the wayside, and then other people stepped up, and you know, you had the Lexi sagas and the different majors, and you had new winners in majors like Ashley Buhai. I mean, it was it's just a really really cool year for the LPGA. You know, I love celebrating the ladies and all they do in professional golf, uh, the superstars that they are. And uh, that, to me, is the first story that I'm going to bring up. That's the cool thing about afternoon. sports. That's the only good thing you can say about injuries. A lot of times it, it moves the spotlight and gives people a look at players they otherwise wouldn't be focusing on. Well, again, um, you mentioned it earlier. You know, we got the clean state. Mm-hmm. You know, the reset button. That's you know right. what I mean? You know, all of those things. And as we do that, um, new stories tend to unfold. That's right. Right? Which is the beauty of it all, right? Um, Gil Hance is a genius. So Gil Hance, the golf course architect, he's my next story of 2022. When you start to think about this, all you need to know is that he was the gentleman, the architect, that renovated Southern Hills, that hosted the 104th PGA Championship, and then he was also the architect that renovated the country club where they hosted the U.S. Open. So this was back-to-back majors that this gentleman from over there in Philly, he's from Malvern, PA, right? Okay. Uh, most people didn't know his name before he got the the job, and the guy did a tremendous job renovating golf courses all over the country. And, I mean, just the project alone at the country club had been going on for like 20 years before, wow. they, before they could put it all on display <laughs> at the U.S. Open. But um, he designs the Olympic course for Rio, from scratch in 2016, right? So that kind of elevated his resume to a certain degree where people were hearing about his name more and more, Gil sure. Hans, right? We had him on the show a couple Thanksgivings yep. ago. Yep. Um, I remember the name because of that, yeah. Like 2019, I'm going to say, he was on. And maybe that, that was probably Gary Player, maybe 2018. I don't know. It goes back so far. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway. Um, You're allowed. So, but in back-to-back majors, think about this, folks. Right? How different were those two golf courses? Same mind. Somehow developed them, put them together. Right. Right. Two tremendous, tremendous championships. I always judge the playability of a golf course by how the best in the world take it on. Right. That's fair, yeah. What What is their strategy when they're working their way around the golf course? And I thought it was really cool that those were the two majors this year that basically ended on the last shot. What's which your criteria? You want it to be challenging or you want it to be diverse uh well uh, 
all of those things. But right. but the ultimate test is what I just said. Right. Both of those majors. So like the Masters. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, Augusta National is heaven on earth for golfers, right? Sure. But the end of that major this year wasn't a contest. And in in previous years, we've had a lot of majors that, that didn't end on the last hole. Gotcha. You know, it was a foregone conclusion that Wade Weezer was going to win the Masters or whatever. And then, foregone. you know, you so you walk up the 18th hole with a two-shot lead and the thing's over. Okay, fine. Right? These two particular championships came down to the last hole, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, right. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, the putt that Zalatoris had at the end of the U.S. Open against Matt Fitzpatrick on the final hole, the final group, you know, I mean, it's like... This is pretty. This is this is pretty cool stuff, right? So, at, at the end of the day, I think that that's a great measure of Hans's genius, and uh, I give Gil all the credit. Uh, I'm extremely excited about the 2023 U.S. Open because they're going to Los Angeles Country Club, the North Course, which he also did a little renovation of. Um, some people call it redesign. Some people call it renovate. Right. You know, whatever you want. To, with all due respect to his work, uh, I've played that golf course. Played it a couple of years ago. One of the best I've ever played in my life. I can't wait to see it on TV, and I can't wait to see the best take it on. Uh, inside L.A., it's just going to be unbelievable. Can't wait. Trevor Immelman is my next newsworthy story from 2022. Okay. The captain from the international side of the President's Cup blew me away while I was down there. You talk about leaders all the time, and they really kind of show their stars when they – have the opportunity to step up amongst controversy or challenges or a lot of headwinds, right? Think about it. All the live that was going on, he kept losing players to his team. The U.S. team was a huge, you know, favorite in that whole match and yep. became more and more, you know, Cam Smith leaves, Joaquin, Fe uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Neiman leaves. <laughs> Jesus. So a little pop culture. I mean, Joaquin's are out there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Two of them. And I screwed it up. Anyway, so... To watch him in the press room be such a leader really blew me away. It doesn't surprise me at all that he's going to be the 2008 Masters champion, is going to sit next to Jim Nance and take over for Nick Faldo. So in 2022, in many ways, I, I'm been, I've been impressed with Trevor Immerman, and he's a story. He's a big story. Whether he, you think about the President's Cup and what he was able to do there and make his team competitive, or the fact that he's taking over Faldo's chair next to Nance after – a really, really long run there between yeah. those two. It's pretty cool. This one, this next story uh, is near and dear to my heart, and you'll see why for obvious reasons. But um, DraftKings invades the People's Open. So it's been a big story in the last month or so that DraftKings is putting that parlor across the street from TPC Scottsdale when they have the, the WMPO. And this template that they've put in place, the PGA Tour, Having a sports betting parlor as part of a sporting institution, I don't know. I mean, are there like arenas and stadiums in our, in, you know, I mean, it's called the stadium course there, right? Over there at TPC Scottsdale. It, it's very interesting to me what the PGA Tour has innovated and done with this amazing 12,000 square foot little betting parlor, yeah. right? 3,400 square feet worth of um, t television screens, if, wow. that's, if that's any good. <laughs> 400 seats. That's any good. You know, holds a couple couple hundred more people. Maybe a thousand people can fit in there. Um, can we just go there to hang? <laughs> you can go there to hang. That's the whole point. You don't even have to go to play golf. That's what right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's right there. It's fantastic. And, and when you look at that template, and it was like the perfect choice in order to do that and innovate. And if we don't innovate, we die, folks, right? I mean, like, we have to try new things. And 
I just I look at that and I think about their network of TPC courses and what you could do in order to grow that out. Yep. Because we all know live sports are driving everything on TV these days, right? That's that's where all I mean, hundred percent. I mean, there's only so many Yellowstones out there, but that and gambling of, apps are driving a oh, man. lot of advertising. I mean, they're keeping you think, folks. They're keeping platforms alive. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And those two are married. Yes, and they then are. To, to do this, but to do this in a brick and mortar sense. Is, when yeah. we live in this mobile world, is pretty cool. Absolutely. Right? The world is round. Things come back. And uh, more is going to come on that. And I can't wait to see where the PGA Tour chooses for their next one. Sawgrass? Yeah. The Players' yeah, yeah. Championship? You know, I mean, um, there's all sorts of options. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, one more, and then we'll take a break. I know we're running long here. Um, okay. Will Zalatoris, back-to-back majors. Those two we just talked about with Gil Hans, right? He... Uh, Comes in second place. Yeah. <laughs> right? Poor guy. Right? But JT wins in a three-hole playoff over Zalatoris. Great drama there. I witnessed it. It was unbelievable to watch that guy warm up. I mean, that guy is, he, he is wound tight. Zalatoris. <laughs> it's great. It's great to see, you know? That's a compliment you're saying. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, my sock drawer is in a row. It is what it is, right? And, uh, you know, his putt slides by there. I mentioned it against Matt Fitzpatrick at the country club on the last hole. The and he ends up losing there, you know. It's not, it's not a lot of majors recently that have been decided by just you know the last hole yeah. or a playoff or anything like that. Uh, Will Zalatoris has played in ten majors in his career. He's got six top tens and he's got three seconds. His major championships in two thousand twenty-two: uh, sixth, a second, a second, and a twenty-eighth. If that's good, <laughs> you know, a lot of three, three like good twenty. <laughs> 20 years old or something, right? Um, so more to come on him. You know, we had a little back injury there this fall, but maybe he just needed to, like, you know, get a little healthy. And uh, we'll see him next week at the Century, which I'm excited about. And uh, you know who else I'm excited about? Tell me. The folks I'm always excited about. And that's the New Jersey Golf Foundation. The charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section is positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. The Inspiration Golf Range, we've talked about all year, located on the Lions campus of the VA New Jersey Healthcare System in Bernard's Township, is the home site for golf programs for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs. Open to the public, weather permitting, proceeds from the Inspiration Range will support foundation programs and events. To learn more, please visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Here in New York, thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with more moments. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, he says I'm going to win big. Choose not a life of imitation. Distant us into the reservation. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of me. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe (laughs) Jenkins, team of me. His name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Sean, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app.
The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. The Inspiration Golf Range, located on the Lions campus of the VA New Jersey Healthcare System in Bernard's Township, is buzzing as the new home site for golf programs in support of youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs. Led by PGA professionals, PGA Hope, helping our patriots everywhere, is a weekly rehabilitative golf program for veterans that is changing and saving lives. Special Olympics New Jersey golf athletes will be training and competing at the Inspiration Range throughout the fall season, and a lineup of youth programs will also be on the schedule. The Inspiration Golf Range is open to the public and proceeds support the New Jersey Golf Foundation programming. To learn more about programs and special events, please visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the Pro Show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920 to close out 2022. Nice. Wait, little Tyler Childers to get us going. Early in the morning when the sun does rise. Laying in the bed of bloodshot eyes. You know, it's been a great year for music in 22. Yes. You know, this country music has made a, made a strong move out of the pop charts. I don't love country. I like this kind of country right here. But that's the that's my point, Agreed. though. Agreed. You know, I, I almost feel like it's all interrelated. You know, like if a show like Yellowstone is really popular, right? What happens? All of a sudden, the pop charts have, have like this hybrid country music. That's, that's right? funny. I didn't think about that. I mean, it, I'm telling you, there's something going on there. <laughs> Either way, uh, crank me a little childers here. Let's go. Because there ain't been one slow me down none yet. Get me drinking that moonshine. Get me higher than the grocery bill. Take my truck. Man, I tell you, that just hits. And you know what else just hits? That was a uh, little four-win season by our next story of the year. That's our boy Scotty Scheffler. Who yeah. could have seen this coming in 2022? Uh, read the line did, but that's neither here nor there, uh, as we predicted his I think first it, win. It's here and there, to be honest it, with you. It is here, there, and everywhere. Let me You're tell you. You're getting empty, by the way. So hang on. Here we go. Oh. Say when. All right. <laughs> Say when. No, it's great. Good job. I've never been good at that. <laughs> Just ask anyone Continue. who knows me. Anyway, yeah, Scotty Scheffler, number one in the world. So he goes He goes 71 starts on the PGA Tour, doesn't win. A lot of close calls. Houston, the, the November before, runner-up, right? Next thing you know, he wins at the WMPO in a playoff on Super Bowl Sunday over yeah. Patrick Cantley, you know? FedEx Boom. Cup champ. Oh, wow, man. Boom. Exactly, right? Then, in his next six starts, he wins three more times. Or five more starts, he wins three more times. And he taste. becomes number one in the world. Got a taste for winning. I tell you. It's a, he never won before February of last year. He wins four times in six weeks. Wins the Masters. Not only does he win the Masters, right? But he makes double bogey on the final hole of the Masters and still wins it by three. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable how big a deal Scotty Scheffler became totally and what he I mean he did like a we were talking so much about Tiger right winning four times in six weeks is the only things that like we saw Tiger do right? right and Scheffler had that kind of spring and he became the favorite in every tournament that he played in it was it's pretty unbelievable I mean 14 million dollars wow uh, it's not a bad year it's not like getting over that hump you know and just getting that first one under your belt and what's interesting to me and where I want to go with this is that Leading up to this year, the average golf fan would have never seen Scotty Scheffler coming. 
They wouldn't have known about his junior career where the guy won like 80% of the tournaments that he played in uh, his career at Texas, any of these things, right? They would, they just wouldn't have known. And there's a couple other people that were rookies in 2022 that I want to shine a little light on. And the first one, and these are people to keep your, keep your eyes on Mm -hmm. for maybe a big blowout year this year, like a a Scheffler-esque type um, storming of the PGA or LPGA tours, right? Uh, The first one, Maya Stark. She went to Oklahoma State, tremendous, tremendous woman player there, collegiate, Division One star, goes over to the Ladies European Tour. She's get, she gets five wins over there. She plays in a couple of majors. She comes over, gets her first LPGA win in August. Mm-hmm. Another read-the-line win. Sure. Love that one, right? Unbelievable player. Contends all fall on the PGA uh, LPGA Tour. Really, really good player. She... And another star over there on the L, on the Ladies European Tour, the Let Tour, right? Lynn Grant. Lynn Grant had four wins on the Let Tour. She contended in May. I think she was fourth at the AIG Women's Open. Uh, keep an eye on those two names, Lynn Grant and Maya Stark. Two really good ones for this year. How about we used to? We just love saying this name, but Sahith Agala, right? <laughs> you, you might love saying it. I can't. So Sahith uh, Thigala, right? He he just won the QBE a couple weeks ago, but. He contended at the Traveler, second place there. WMPO again comes up. He finished third there, right? Well, he, and tragically, he lost both of those two tournaments. He's played in 38 events in his PGA Tour career. Two runners up, 4.7 million in earnings. He could be that type of guy. Right. A guy played at Pepperdine, and he was the number one college player of his final year. And then he was kind of at the tail end of when COVID first started, so his his career got ended abruptly in college but man oh man you want to talk about something special one to watch yes for sure um this guy we already know just like sahith cam young is on everyone's radar yeah for sure rookie of the year five runners up last year seven top tens for a guy that kind of was lost in obscurity didn't have corn ferry tour status then he gets the corn ferry tour he wins a couple times he gets elevated to the PGA Tour. His first season, Rookie of the Year, Sanderson Farms, runner-up. Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> Riviera, runner-up. L.A. Wells Fargo, D.C. last year, runner-up. Open Championship, St. Andrews, runner-up. Rocket Mortgage, the next week. No, two weeks later. Detroit cl- Golf Club, runner-up. My point there is that you think about all these different places. He played well at the Heritage. I think he was third, right? Hilton Head. These are really different golf courses. St. Andrews and the Country Club of Jackson in Mississippi have nothing in common. And he was right there. Right? And he was runner-up in all of them. When he does win, we're going to be there for it. Because I tell you, I, I'll never forget, we had him at the PGA 80-1. to 1, And he made it through 70 holes of 72. And then he had a bad double bogey. But, man, we were, we were, we were, right. we were feeling good about that. Uh, number, number two guy to keep an eye on, Tom Kim. Two wins in four events and a superstar at the President's That's Cup. Right, yeah. Everybody's all over this guy. Whether you're you're talking about outright betting, season long fantasy in golf, all these cool things. I'm telling you, this is the guy. And then number one, we're gonna go back to the LPGA, and you have to, because if you're talking about new young superstars, you have to talk about Thailand's Thiathetical. 19 years old on tour, three wins, rookie of the year. At one point. When she won for the third time, she became the number one ranked women's player in the world. 
definitely some people to keep an eye yeah, on there. Enough that for there. sure. Now, going from new upstarts to a new upstart that we learned about last August, but is probably two and a half times the age of <laughs> of uh, a thiathetical. That's Stephen Alker. You, you got to talk about this guy. He started in August of 2021 by Monday qualifying for the PGA Tour Champions. He's played in 33 events on the PGA Tour Champions from that fall and then through this year. In those 33 events, he has five wins. He has a major. He won the KitchenAid Senior PGA this year. He's got five runner-ups, and he's got 27 top tens in 33 <laughs> events. He's won $4.7 million in 16 months. The guy didn't win 4.7 cents in his whole career, <laughs> all right? He won the season-long Charles Schwab Cup this season. In 23 events, he had 18 top tens and four wins. He's 51. Unbelievable. So you're right. He's uh, more than double her age, for sure. Two and a half times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly two and a half times. Yeah. Oh, you knew that. Okay, I thought you were just guessing. <laughs> what do I always tell people? I don't guess. All right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable Stephen Alker. Let's see what he's got for uh, an, an encore in 2023. This one was kind of a cool story. My next one. Tiger and Rory pair up. So Tiger and Rory, yeah, they seemed like they were kind of buddies prior to all this, what was going on and disruption and everything that was happening in the world of the PGA Tour and live and golf in general or whatever. They seemed like they were always amicable when they were with one another. They played practice rounds together. Okay, fine. Tiger had that relationship with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Then the week of the St. Andrews and the 150th Open Championship, they're caught playing golf together over Bally Bunyan. So that hits social media and people are like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? And nobody really thinks much of it or whatever. Fast forward, we get to the Tour Championship, and Jay Monahan gives his State of the Nation. And then after that, there's a huge debut that there's going to be this group that starts, the Tomorrow Sports Group. Wait a minute. And who's in charge of it? (laughs) Who's starting it? Tiger and Rory. Oh, boy. Now, you talk about there's been a lot of disruption in golf this year. Yes. And there are ways to do it, and there are ways to not do it. Right. Seems to me like them starting an arena golf league in January of 2024 is a lot of disruption. Right. When you start to think about the ivory tower and the blue blazers that have run golf forever. Sure. That is not something that you would have ever thought that 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 people would do, let alone the players would do. Right. Two of the most historically significant players of all time. Certainly Rory right now and Tiger all time. Right. They're pairing up to start an arena simulator golf league. Right. So they can get pe- golf out to more people. They're not just, you know, running shotgun starts or whatever. And, and, you know, I disagree with the way Liv has kind of gone about things. They have tried to innovate and they have done some good things. Right. But this, it's it's interesting. These are two very, very disruptive stories. Yeah. And one has been positively received and one has been negatively received. So it, it, that's interesting it to interesting. me. But I the mean, Tiger and Rory pairing up thing is a story with more to come. One more before we take another break. Sure. The year of the mullet. <laughs> All right, my man Cam Smith. I mean, who is, who really is Cam Smith? Yeah. A year ago, we didn't. He hadn't won the century yet, and this guy had this long hair. Coming out of COVID, he, he grew his hair. He's from Australia. Very, very much a man of the people. Loves to fish almost more than he says he loved to play golf. Right. You know? Do you care about money? No. As long as my boat, I can go fishing and see my family. I'm good or whatever. Simple right. Needs. He starts out his year with a record-breaking win in Maui. 
shoots 34 under par and holds off John Rahm, who shoots 33 under par. And now at the time, you have to realize John Rahm was number one in the world. And everybody was going nuts over how how many times was John Rahm going to win in 2022? Yep. And how much was he going to take over like in a Tiger sense or, or, or play like a Rory from 10 years ago? Or is he going to be like the next DJ and just keep winning every year and year after year, right? He holds him off. And then a couple months later, he goes to a place like the Players, where Camp Smith's notorious for not being a great driver of the golf ball. He's a great iron player, unbelievable putter and short game, right? He goes in there under the, the craziest of weather circumstances. He wins the players. And everyone's like, he was on no one's radar to do that. <laughs> then he, everyone knows he plays well at Augusta, goes there, comes in second place there. And then next thing you know, he's at the Open Championship. He shoots 30 on the back nine. Takes it away from Rory. Shoots 64 on Sunday, and he wins that event. And then from there, he's getting interviewed, and the woman's like, what do you want to do tonight and to celebrate? He goes, I'm going to figure out how many beers go in this Clarence Jug. Everyone's that. going nuts over this. It's just like John Daly almost, right, with the hair and everything, the mullet and the, the man of the people thing. And the next thing you know, he's being interviewed, and he's saying, you know, we hear you're going to live. And he's like, well, I don't want to talk about that. And then he ends up going to live mm -hmm. after the tour championship. I don't know, man. There's a lot of stories in and around this guy. You got to love his swagger because it's so down to earth. Yes. And even though he, I mean, I, for me, he was the biggest loss all year. The other guys, yep. you know, DJ's a loss too going over there. But Brooks and Bryson and those guys and Sergio, a bunch of crybabies. Let them go, right? <laughs> but Cam Smith is entertaining. Yeah. DJ's entertaining, you know? And those guys basically falling off golf relevance because we don't really watch live and it's not on TV and everything. And it's just, it's a shame because I tell you 2022 in many ways, Scheffler was impressive, but so was Cam Smith. And uh, you got to give credit to both of them. Now, 100%. speaking of giving credit, why don't we give credit to some of our sponsors? Sure. All right. So it. let's take a quick break here, everybody up next. The 2022 countdown continues. Maybe even a little weekly update fun later. All right. Get the hot buttons ready. <laughs> Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Take me out. Mike Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. You know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans. Wasn't able to go to the Lakers. Winds up on the Clippers. Then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Is there a better feeling than winning a bet? Take it from a professional, a PGA professional like Keith Stewart. When it comes to wagering on golf, you need to know more than analytics. Stats are just a description of a player's habits. But what causes those habits to repeat? There are other elements you need to consider to raise your betting acumen. If you're the type of person who loves to learn and earn by wagering, then you must read the line. With an easy-to-understand newsletter format, in five minutes a week, you can bet with confidence, knowing the picks are made by a golf professional. Golf betting lacks an expert voice. Read the Line brings over 25 years of experience in the golf industry to every prediction. Players are not an exact science, and neither is betting. But when you consider the human element of the game alongside facts and figures, you'll be able to elevate your winning reputation. Go to ReadTheLine.com to subscribe, read, and win. That's ReadTheLine.com. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Thanks for radio. I, I get a lot of that, too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart.
It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. You know you're listening to Jersey's ESPN 920. How about a little uh, 2022 anthem for all of our champions? Yeah. Scheffler to Spieth, Rory to Lydia. Let it fly. Funny to think this is an anthem. <laughs> right? 2022. Jack Harlow is uh, dating Dua Lipa now, so. Oh, well. I'm not sure how I feel about that. We'll bring that up in the update. I'm protective, very protective of her. Well, yes, it's... Uh, well, we know it was quite a year for our winners. And, of course, our winners all had to pull off a couple of great shots this season. So, our next story as we reach the top five stories okay. of the pro show for 2022, right? Let's go with the, uh, why don't we rank the top five shots of the year in golf? So, this is like a countdown. Okay, um, good. Oh, yeah. That's all. There Little you background. Go. Number five. Rory and Colin go back-to-back at Augusta. All right. Last round. Final round at Augusta. Final hole. Yep. Same greenside bunker. They have back-to-back hole outs. Colin shoots 67, finishes top five. Rory shoots 64, finishes runner-up. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Number four, Ashley Buhai from the bunker on the fourth playoff hole at the AIG Women's Open. That's, so they, that's they, my new favorite name, by the way, Buhai. Oh, man. Ashley. South African. First career win. First career major, up and down mm. on the fourth playoff hole. Crazy, crazy bunker there at Muirfield, right? She gets up and down for par. Great bunker shot. Unbelievable. Number three, Jordan Spieth's cliff walk. Eighth yeah. hole, Pebble Beach, right? He was hanging over the edge of the cliff. Yeah, I remember that. Right? He, he lays up down the middle of the fairway, but the fairway's running fast as iron that he hits. Rolls out through the fairway. Michael Greller, his caddy's like, I don't know if you should be going over there. This is like a cliff, right? So, of course, Jordan hits the shot, runs back from the edge. And in true Jordan fashion, he's greenside. He chips it on to 12 feet and makes par. All right. How about my man Hideki at the Sony Open playoff? Right. First full event of the year, the Sony Open. He and Russell Henley are in a playoff. Par 5, 18th. 277 yards out. Three wood. Hideki. Drops it on the green, makes eagle, hits it to like three feet, makes eagle, wins the tournament. Boom. And then my number one shot of the year, considering the circumstances, Matt Fitzpatrick's bunker shot to win the U.S. Open. 18th hole, 72nd hole, Sunday evening, left fairway bunker. He's got to tough the grass in front of him. He's got to hit a high cut in there. He flushes this thing. You could hear it on the television screen. Right. Hits the green, two putt, par. Zalatoris misses his birdie putt, walks away with the U.S. Open. That's my top five shots for the fifth story I like as we it. count down in 2022. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, it's been a year. I mean, as I was going through those, there was easily like 10 more. But right, those, but are, those are all pretty epic <laughs> right there. I mean, you, you think about most people couldn't even hit three wood 277 yards, Yep. let alone hit it to three feet, <laughs> right? 277 feet most people are going for. Anyway, uh, number four we're down to already. From 15 all the way down to four. Yeah, Lydia Ko is back, and she takes over the LPGA. She granted, has. granted, she's 25 years old. Yeah. All right, let's start there. All right. When she had her first win when she was 15, all right, she, she won four tourneys as an amateur. 
Right? Unbelievable. She's 18 years old. She was number one in the world. That's incredible. But in 2022, she had three wins and she won $4.3 million, which was second best ever. In 22 starts, she had 14 top tens, 12 top fives, and she only finished outside the top 25 twice and she had no missed cuts. Wow. So she played 22 times and in 20 of them, right, she finished inside <laughs> the top 25. Right? Rolex Player of the Year. She had the scoring title. She finished the year at 68.99, right? There's, there's only two women that have ever finished under seven, under 69, and that's her and Annika. Pretty yeah, good. It's a good company to keep. Pretty good company. Yeah, pretty good company for sure. Um, ridiculous year for Lydia, and uh, it's great because being out there on the LPGA Tour and seeing some of the ladies and the way they interact with the media and everything, and they tell stories and everything, Lydia, fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um just tremendous. Now, who will ever forget at Palace Verdes? Well, Marina Alex won 90-1, read the line. But we, aside from that, Lydia Ko made a charge on Sunday, and she's being interviewed by Jerry Foltz, and then she said, you know, she didn't, have, she didn't have very high expectations that day because she wasn't feeling that well. And he said, oh, what's not feeling well? And she said, well, it's that time of the month. And he was like, <laughs> Jerry Foltz literally was like speechless. It was unbelievable. It was really, really funny moment. Um Speaking of funny moments, this guy's, uh, well, I don't know if these are funny moments, but they've caused us a lot of humor. Uh, number three story of the year has to be my man, Phil Mickelson, as he goes into witness protection, right? I, I still am in shock that I did that. I just, I just can't believe that, that I did that. I'm, I am uh, such an idiot. I mean, it, it, he closed 2021 with his commentary about what? Um, you know, obnoxious greed of the PGA Tour, and he's partnering up with Greg Norman, and blah blah blah, and all the stuff's going on, and, and things are starting to really unravel when it comes to Phil. Uh, then all of a sudden, in February, Alan Shipnuck drops the bomb on the whole golf media world when Phil comes out with the famous quote, which is, uh, "These are some <laughs> scary mother effers. Uh, I know they execute people and they killed reporters and stuff, but it's time to reshape the PGA Tour. That's it. And this is good leverage, right? Yeah." Um, this hits about the week of uh, Riviera, and remember there was rumors that Bryson and DJ were going to go, so then they send out um, press releases that say, uh, we are committed to the PGA Tour, which turns out to be totally false. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, things like the PIP program and other highlights and uh, reshaping of the PGA Tour, who knows, maybe maybe Phil, maybe we need to give Phil more credit. Um, certainly not in the delivery, right? but at the end of the day, uh, who would have thought that uh, Phil's legacy wasn't going to be winning at Kiowa, being 51 years old and winning a, the oldest person ever to win a major, that Phil's legacy was going to be um, scary mother effers, in a quote, <laughs> the next year. Uh, he played in the U.S. Open, missed the cut. That was a total circus, that whole media uh, spasm almost really it, just, um, it was unbelievable i mean he looked like he was like he hadn't shaven and, and yeah. he just looked really bad and uh he didn't go he goes to play in the open championship didn't go to the past champion dinner uh it will be interesting to see what happens at augusta this year as uh he's welcome back it was some turnaround in a bad way we shall see what happens uh number two we're down to here oh yes of course yeah you knew it it was either one or two but uh you've seen the list so live starts and disrupts the entire golf landscape it began in last november uh not this previous november the one before when greg norman signed on as the ceo of course and uh, what all just seemed like talk uh became a little more real yeah and then phil made it really real and you know I would still say this much, though. You and I were covering this story through March, April, and May, and we were still kind of like, I wonder if this thing's really going to happen. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's going to happen. It was very uh, 
surreal. It wasn't there yet. It was. And there was a lot of allusions to what was going on. You know, there was the Sergio, like, um, you know, um, temper tantrum there at Wells Fargo, where he was like, he's like, I can't wait to be on a new tour. You know, all that stuff. And next thing you know, the list comes out for London in the first event in the first week in June. There's 48 names on there. And who's there? But... DJ. Look at that. It's Dustin not abstract Johnson. anymore. Yes. It's a little more real. And Phil's name wasn't there, but it was added later. Uh, DJ getting there kind of gave it a little bit of credibility. Yeah. Next thing you know, Bryson, Brooks, they're in. Cam Smith leaves after the FedEx Cup. There's a meeting in Delaware. Um, it's, it's amazing how this music goes so well. It really with, does. With, with the whole saga. It really does. It's unbelievable. The cause and effect of what has taken place because of this disruption is is absolutely just, you, you couldn't, I don't care. You take the greatest creative writer of all time. Okay. Right? Put him in a room. You couldn't come up with this stuff. Say, and then on, Golf. On, right. Go now. Okay. Just anything. Just come up with the craziest scenario you can imagine in professional sports. And it. It still wouldn't touch this thing. Nope. It's unbelievable. Nope. And as we segue with this little transition in the music, the one thing I can't wait for in 2023, the number one thing on my radar is the Netflix series. Yeah. 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 I have talked to a lot of people about this behind the scenes that have seen betas of what's going on there. And the Netflix series is going to blow people. Oh, they've away. actually seen some of the footage. Oh my goodness. It's going to be unbelievable. So that's coming in. I heard late January, maybe early February. I, I would imagine it's going to hit around the time of like WMPO and um, and Riviera because those are a big deal and it'd be a good time to kind of roll it out and sure, get people sure, excited sure, about sure, things. Sure, sure. Uh, number one for the year, he said he'd hope to get to the Open Championship, but our man Tiger Woods, he played in three majors and we are all the better for it. The Masters shows up first round after the car accident, shoots 71. The world goes nuts. He makes the cut, finishes 47th. The PGA, a 69 on Friday afternoon. I'll never forget it. They roars. They were coming around Southern Hills. It was awesome. Makes the cut. Has to withdraw because the weather drops like 100 degrees on Saturday morning and the injury is just too much. He walks over the Swilkin Bridge, maybe for the last time. I don't believe so. Maybe so at St. Andrews, 150th Open Championship. Misses the cut. This past December, plays in two of the three events that he said he's going to play in. I think we're going to see him at Riviera, but without a doubt, the big cat being back is without a doubt the biggest story of 2022. And the one that I would enjoy the most, and the one outside of maybe that TV show, gives us the most hope for an even better year in 2023. Yeah. Now, before we get to the weekly update, why don't we take a quick break? Because we're fast approaching 4 p.m., everybody. Happy New Year to the listening crowd here at ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment. With a little old Lang Syne? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. See you in a few, folks. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So you got to wait. It's 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I you can't just not show up for work, but but if he's not like doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, 
Why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. The Stick and Act Challenge app is available now for iOS. Now, the Challenge app is like no other golf game out there. It takes the focus off of your final score and instead turns you around into a collection of challenges, objectives, and accomplishments. With more than 90 unique challenges to choose from, you'll never have the same experience twice. And if that's not enough, you can also challenge friends or strangers to see who comes out on top. Plus, with an XP system that rewards your successes, you'll be motivated to keep pushing yourself further. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out with the game, the Stick and Act Challenge app is the perfect way to add some extra fun to your golf Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show on ESPN 920. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars. You know, I'll post this podcast tonight on all the platforms. You want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram? Hit me up at, at KJ Stewart PGA. You want to listen to us on the road? 920ESPNNewJersey.com. Just hit that listen now button. And if you want to follow what we're up to in 2023, and the more on that in a minute, you go to readtheline.com and subscribe. Because I tell you what, folks, 2023 is going to blow away 2022. Hey. Baby, I was born this way. Little Lady Gaga. Kind of a great artist for a New Year's Eve show, right? For sure, for All sure, right. for sure. Happy birthday to Tiger Woods. And um, we got to get to this quick. I know we're running low on time. Pro show update. I'm going to highlight some of the best ones of the year. So okay. get your hot button figures ready. And uh, hit the intro, please. Yes, sir. Here's one for you. Mike Wan waves his magic wand. There was a total social media outcry for the coverage of the U.S. Open. Too many commercials, too many featurettes and everything, not enough golf. Well, Mike Wan countered no laying up on social media and... By the final round, he made the last hour of coverage commercial free. That's man. That's, that's kudos to him, man. We heard you. We hear you. Hey, when it comes, you know, when it comes to media for Mike Wan, there's just no laying up. All right. You gotta love oh, that. How about this one? Do you remember this one? This guy, Rowan McCarthy, a 20 handicapper while playing Wembley Golf Course in Perth, Australia. Right? Say that again. What he did what? Right? He made a within five holes, he made a hole in one. And he made an albatross. The odds on such. So he made a that. double eagle on a par five, and he made a hole in one. on. The, so he played the 12th hole, hole in one. He played the 15th hole, albatross. Unbelievable um, feat there in golf. You've got a better chance of getting struck by lightning twice in a row. His round, five pars, six bogeys, two doubles, three triple bogeys, and an ace and an albatross. Pretty good. Oh, how about this one? Try not to lie. You remember this? Mark Lie on Sirius XM. This was a classic comment, right? So he was talking about, he was comparing the LPGA to the WNBA, right? And he says, you couldn't pay me to watch. You really yeah. couldn't. But <laughs> because I just, I just can't relate it all, right? And then he closes it by saying, he goes, but I saw some highlights of ladies basketball. Man, is there a gun in my house? I'd shoot myself if I had to watch that. Yeah, I remember that painfully. Yeah. My close to that was, uh, I think most WNBA fans would rather drive to his house than shoot him instead. That's right. That's right. All right. Oh, f- uh, remember this one? Four, four, four. Yes. Four, four. A woman is facing charges for hitting a golf ball into the Grand Canyon. 
right? Showed up on, she posted it on Instagram and on the Facebook page for the uh, Grand Canyon National Parks, uh, they posted, um, hey, don't go hitting golf balls into the Grand Canyon. It's not safe for the animals or the people hiking down below. And I love their quote. Do we really need to say don't hit balls into the Grand Canyon? It's like, don't go hitting balls in the Grand Canyon. Uh, I tell you, it's, uh, it gives new meaning to the word top golf. There's no doubt about yes, that. Yes, for sure. Oh, all right. How about this one? Uh, let's all play nice and a little quicker. Our good friend Chantel McCabe posted during the Sony Open, Kevin Na walking in putts doesn't get old. To which Grayson Murray, one of his uh, fellow PGA Tour players, commented back, Kevin Na taking three minutes to putt them does get old. <laughs> to which Kevin Na replied, you missing the cut is getting old. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, sure enough, when Kevin Na left to go to live, uh, Grayson Murray let him have it. He, in his post was, he goes, like I said on the range in Mexico, you won't be missed. Our rounds just got 20 minutes faster. I remember that. Too. Oh, yep. man. Unbelievable. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. How, how about this one? I still can't get over this. I still can't believe that these team names, the four aces, the niblicks, the majestics, <laughs> the ironheads, stinger, cliques, the high flyers, torque. Th these are the names of the live teams. They are. I still can't get over that. And they haven't even changed it for 2023. No. Like, they're no. taking pride in these names. I think they want to... Um Fourth grade classes around the country. Oh, I tell you, unbelievable. They All had right. them, you know, come up with some stuff. And the hits just kept on coming for Phil in 2022. You remember when Phil put out the the big post that he said, I'd like to thank all the crazies and real supporters, too, for helping me win the PIP. Now, this was right around Christmas time. Of course, Phil didn't end up winning the PIP. So <laughs> Tiger had to come back and he retweeted that by saying, whoops, right? In 2022, Phil lost his sponsors, KPMG, Workday, Callaway. Uh, he did win some money. Um, he did end up in witness protection. Um, but uh, Tiger, I tell you, he, he doesn't say much, but when he does, he makes it count. He does. All right. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. Remember this story. This one, this, we're into the top three now. A different kind of bear trap. Remember when, remember when the Jack Nicholas company sued Jack Nicholas? Yes. Right? And then. It's like, what? And Sue everybody. So. And just a couple weeks ago, the Supreme Court in New York said that, yeah, it's okay. Um, Jack can continue to do business. He can't just use his name, image, and likeness because it's still owned by the Jack Nicholas companies. That's all. How do, how do we live in a world where the Jack Nicholas company is suing Jack Nicholas over uh, name, image, and likeness? I tell you. Oh, you know who's got to always make the list for the weekly update? Who? Our boy JR, Who? right? What you know about oh. rolling down in the deep when you well, I'll tell you what. Freshman year completed. With a cumulative 3.8 GPA, right? But he's outdone himself his sophomore year. He signed with Excel Sports Management. He has an NIL deal with Lululemon. He's still playing golf. He's criticizing LeBron's golf swing. He's all <laughs> over the golf channel. He's playing Call of Duty on Twitch. Uh, I mean, you can find him everywhere. I mean, just your average call of lifestyle for a two-time NBA world champion, right? That's it. That's and it. number one, my, my number one favorite weekly update story of the year, and it took forever to go through it, but was the court case that right. we had over Liv at the beginning of August, whether or not the guys could play in the FedEx Cup playoffs, whether it was the hot mic during the during the break um, when the judge went to her quarters, <laughs> yeah. uh, the pop culture reference to Top Gun Maverick, um, to all the different explanations that um, the lawyers from Liv obviously didn't know anything about when it came to golf. Just, just an un unbelievable sequence overall. And that's your Pro Show Update for the year ending 2000 and 22.
Mr. Wade Weezer, thank you for another tremendous year on the pro show. We're like 240 something episodes in, my friend. My Five pleasure, years. My and, pleasure. Uh, I couldn't thank you enough. Oh, yes. Keep pouring. Keep pouring. <laughs> um, you know, I love what we do. We shall see where 2023 takes us. As for right now, we're going to take a little break in January because we're working on some things to revitalize the show. But we'll be back, folks. In what form, I can't quite say yet, but I'm telling you, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Now, you know I love my listeners, so I'll just let you in behind the curtain. But before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about optimism. A positive outlook is powerful. Approaching a new challenge with enthusiasm can be the difference between success and failure. Enter 2023 with a great attitude and watch your world take off. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show.